Welcome to We Are Something Else tonight, back to back. CB, how you doing, man? I'm doing well, bro. What's up? I'm good, man. Chilling. Can't, can't wait to get into the, the meat of this conversation. <laughs> Superfly, how are you? Peace. Good, man. Seems like we never left this spot, huh? Yeah. Back again. <laughs> exactly. Sachi, you're back. What's up, man? Back like I never left. Here we go. Here we let's, go. Just, let's just dive straight in, because we, we left last week with a lot of things that hadn't been really right. resolved. I don't think we're ever going to have a, a resolved matter in this, but maybe a clear understanding where everybody is. Mm-hmm. Um, you hate KD. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we learned. Right. <laughs> See, Pleasant it, needs to it, take it back says KD. LeBron is, is overhyped. There we go. Hater. <laughs> um, so speaking of LeBron, where do we think LeBron's going to land next season? Two of y'all say Golden State. I mean, no, I just think I would, I'm all for it. I'm just saying that I'm here for it. It don't, it don't matter. Wherever he goes, it's going to be fanfare everywhere. I mean, I think as long as he doesn't go to Philadelphia, because I don't being and being a DC guy, like I just can't stand Philly getting any more wins. That's where I think it's gonna happen. <laughs> so. I, I mean, I, I know I don't know about that. I don't know LeBron personally, but the way he got beat the last past two years by that squad, he has no choice but to load up wherever he goes. Right? We all we all know it's gonna happen. I I don't see him. The, the slim chance of him staying in Cleveland are very slim. Yeah, yeah. and he has nothing left. Can I say something right, real quick? Go for it. I want to. He just used a, a terminology. He said LeBron has no choice but to load up. But if it was KD, <laughs> exactly. it would be all type. Well, it's an asterisk and blah, blah, blah. But but now because it's LeBron, he has no choice but to load up. I just wanted to point that out. Let me t- to piggyback further on that, nobody has a choice, really, but to load yeah. up. Like it's, that's just my it thing is, my, my, See? back to the, K, the KD thing. There were other options where he could have made another credible, at least, playoff squad that could have went and won. He had no and my, choice but to load up. And, like I, and I, I get that. I, that's and that's the thing. Like LeBron has definitely started the whole super team, free agency super team load up thing. This, then, this round of it, this, Play, a player motivated one. I was right beforehand. Yeah. Trading, yeah. trading was different. Like you know, that's yeah. kind of like your the GMs getting together and let's, right. this is what's gonna happen. Um, maybe some people say Houston back in the day when Pippen and Barkley yeah. all went down there and joined Drexler. People, people and, forget the Lakers, man. Like um, they were forty yeah. years old, though. Right. but that they were they were still marquee names. 
That that may have been the but they they yeah. weren't successful. Because uh, Jordan came back. Was that? Because they because they that won was not, the, that was the year after Jordan because Pippen had cause finally left two years, Chicago. The, mm-hmm. the two years that Houston won, and then Jordan came back. That was okay. And so and then that's when uh, oh, those the guys Wizards came Jordan. over. Okay, the mm-hmm. Wizards Jordan. Because the the two years Jordan was off the that was the original Houston team that was down there because Kenny Smith was still on that team yeah Hakeem mm-hmm. uh, Drexler wasn't down there yet uh, Robert Ory may have been no Robert Ory was the second batch but yeah that that's that second squad because Pippen actually that's when Pippen finally left Chicago to go down there because Pippen State yeah yeah he went to Portland afterwards yeah. and then that was it but I'm saying at this point Pippen, for Pippen Rasheed Wallace I think. LeBron at this point, his legacy is always gonna be in question. He's gonna be compared to MJ, right? That's that's the only thing now. It it's always is LeBron and Jordan. You know who's better? Blah blah blah. Jordan has six rings. Right. Could have had nine because people are arguing that those years Jordan took off, he would he yeah. pro- they probably would have kept going. I mean, what other? LeBron's teams were been to eight eight straight finals. He's only come out with three. Yeah. <laughs> so at this point, you know. For legacy purposes, he's gonna he has to load up with rings, right, to even stay in the conversation. He's only come up with three, not four, not <laughs> oh, five, <laughs> not six, not how many did he count off that day? Not six. Eight, I'm not pretty nine. sure. It was six. <laughs> he must exactly. been talking about the parents. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, hit, he hit that. Yeah, he got he got that. Yeah. Even, I, even the Buffalo Bills made four straight Super Bowls with no rings, but you right. got to respect that team, right? Yeah, hey, I mean, I'm getting there. Stop getting there. Yeah, um, he's owned the East for however many years. Like it's 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 the West versus LeBron. Like right. it's never been. That's why I don't. That's why I think he stays in the East. Why at 34 going on 35? Do you go to a harder? You ain't gonna win a harder conference to fight that much harder to get to the top. Well, I mean, where if you've owned the East for eight years, nine years, there's there's some competition coming up. Just if he goes to Houston or Golden State for that matter, right? Right? <laughs> How right. hard is it to fight? Because well, you know, you know that the East isn't going to put up any resistance because they cancel them out. Is there enough? You know what I'm saying? He cancels out the competition the by joining. Res- the East put up resistance this, this year, though. They went seven games twice. Right. I they should have lost. The, in the East first put round. up resistance to LeBron. The yeah. East didn't put up any resistance to the West. Oh, yeah. I'm just yeah. saying. Like my whole thing is, whoever comes out of the West, whether LeBron is there Same or not, yeah. you know, it's going to be tough. So, I, I, I'm very interested to see what. Boston's going to do next South season. going to be a tough squad next year. They're going to be good. They're going to be good for a number of years. They didn't even have Kyrie or Gordon Hayward. Gordon Hayward. Boston's season should have been over if, if Telltale signs were mm-hmm. with injuries the first game of the season when Hayward went out. Yeah. That was like the dark cloud over Boston. Right. And then, but they just. The young guns. They balled. Because mm-hmm. no coach, one, man. at that point, no one knows what Tatum is going to do. No one yeah. knows what Brown is going to do. Um, no one really. I mean, Horford's scary, been a key. Terry, <laughs> scary no Terry. Scary Terry. Horford Stevens, stepped man. up and balled. Give it a and then Stevens even losing Kyrie at that point. True. And Marcus Smart. They played for a more while. games without Kyrie last year than they played with Kyrie. Yeah, even losing Kyrie and Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart should be out for the season. Yeah, he was out for a long time. But they still. I mean, that that squad's gonna be super dangerous with the team that they took all the way to the the finals. Well, the and this the is the thing. So so when Kyrie comes back. It's not his team no more. Oh no, definitely. You know what I mean? Even Ky- Hayward, like that's why that's why they got to get rid of him. You think Kyrie's know. gone out of Boston? I don't know. Yeah, I don't see how they can keep him. I, I think you have to keep him. He, I mean, he's fiscally, add that, he's if it give works you that out, other thirty points, you don't you get need rid of that to take guy. them over the top. There's nothing that they can do. 
Because I don't, here's the thing. I don't if care Tatum, if Scary Terry took a step. Who's the, who's the if point guard this year? If Tatum who, took a step because they're left. still not on Kyrie's level. Terry, Terry, not yet. Terry, that's where we're Okay. I don't know, man. I'll say if, I, if I'm Tatum, I'll, I got to be getting Tatum, equal I was touches. Very thankful. Equal touches to Kyrie. But that's the kind. Of, but that's the type of they. they play the same Kyrie. kind of ball the Golden State plays though. Yeah. They move the ball. And, and Kyrie is a floor general. He, you need to yeah. break it down mm-hmm. and, and go ISO like they do with KD or like they do with Steph. You'll have Tatum. And there's no and no and, way if we're Hayward coming back, like you can't – he's not going to be able to get – Kyrie going probably at the max should be getting like 15 shots. I mean, if everybody else is doing it, you don't need it. Right. I mean, at that point, you just have to find at least three – two to three key players that's willing to come off the bench to keep the, the pace of the game going while – you get your starters a break. But Kyrie's still the if, he, if, if I, Kyrie comes back, he's the best player on the team. Yeah, I'm not arguing yeah, yeah, yeah. he's the best yeah. player on the team. I'm arguing. I don't think he fits that offense. Like he 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 needs the ball. He too already much. Play, he played in the offense already this year. He was averaging what 25 before he got hurt. Yeah. But was they going? Did y'all envision him? And they were the number. One, they were the number one seed all the whole time. They were the number one seed up until the when end. he got hurt. Up until the end. when yeah. he got hurt, they dropped down to like two or three. Mm-hmm. I I think they were a better team. They Without, they got off to that hot start last year. They if, if they had him, I think the in coach the can make will year, make it man work. Wouldn't even mm-hmm. have made it. To I think the, the coach can make it work. Well, Brad Brown would have been at yeah. home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he can make it watching work. Kyrie in the finals this year. But because yeah, think about it. it, it should be we talk. They talk about KD being a luxury out in Golden State. Why? Like, what's wrong with saying that Tatum is now a luxury to have in Boston? Because when both guys are at their their peak level. Still, none of the guys on that team this year are on the same skill yeah. level as the two dudes that were Does hurt. Tatum come back and have the same years he had next year as he had this last, this year. He's, he, he's got he the potential. Better year. He's got right, the potential. Yeah, I mean, and that's and that's with because think about it. If he let's say you get rid of Kyrie and he like teams be able to start focusing in on him, he still hasn't shown that on a consistent basis he can be the guy that you lean on. Mm-hmm. Kyrie, we already know he's that guy. Gordon how Hayward old? was that guy in Utah. I take Tatum. I take Tatum over Kyrie's uh, Gordon 30. Haywood right now. You take Tatum over. Uh, oh yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll take him too. over Haywood. I would too. There are. Uh, if I was a GM, people would know. I would. I just. I just would never have any white dudes on my squad. But <laughs> <laughs> that's just. <laughs> no, no, like it's just. I want. I want. The, I want the athletes, man. Give me the athletes. Kyrie is twenty six. Still young. But they really, but if but he did, but he's playing like a thirty six year old, forty six year old body. Man, that's that's I mean, the problem because he plays so he's that dude is physical. Those knees and ankles and all that. Damn Um, we'll get to that part later. Yeah. Um, so I, I think LeBron stays in the East. I think Philly's his best bet if he's gonna compete. He's not. I don't. I don't see the Boston thing happening. No, because you'll have the whole issue with Kyrie again. I don't think there's an issue though. Like if you have, whenever you saw them actually interact together, not you know what was being said through the Kyrie the don't want to play with that dude. Like, no, that, they were, they, if, it the was guy, all love. If, if 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 you're they still best, had a handshake when they like saw each other, like the first time that I mean, they that's, saw each other, and like that's for that, the camera. Like, yeah, that's for the camera. That's, I don't <laughs> that's even. Professionalism. That's the thing. All the other stuff, like the way that they interacted, I think that if we're going on with all the hype stuff. I think that it was blown up by the media w- about there actually being an issue between the two. But Kyrie actually had said words like, "I think what tells the story is how how he left 
I mean, you, your feelings can be, you know, all that can be mended once he, he's, he's gone. He's in Boston. He had to move forward. But the way he left tells me there was an issue. Like, the he, way they said it, LeBron talk, talked to him like, you know, like son. Like, you know. Th- dude, that was, it was Kobe and Shaq. Like, it, and Kobe and Shaq still, to this day, they have that mutual respect. They call each other friends. They're, it's the same thing. You have two guys that want to be the dude. Because Kyrie finally got to share some success. Like, he finally got... And and he's improved as a, as a player while LeBron was there. He Like, he Cleveland wasn't doing anything with him as their star focal guy before that. LeBron comes. They automatically become a contender. He's able to actually elevate his game with LeBron there in enough that he's now a dude that people see as the focal point of a team, which is, you know, what Boston was expecting him to be. I think, you know... Just modern-day Kobe and Shaq. Yeah, I, th- I think that LeBron attracts the attention that allows these other guys to free up, similar to I how... I think that that's undebatable. Like, similar to how um, on Golden State, you know, either the range. one of the two, you know, whether it's, you know, uh, Steph opening it up for Durant... Or Clay opening up for Steph, you know what I mean. You got to check just, all those guys that have exactly. Won. It's crazy. So, are we? Has there ever been a, a debate to you between LeBron and Jordan? Who's who's better? The legacy? Like, do you even consider it to be close? Or I was ready to give it to LeBron if he won. <laughs> no, you said that though. It. You exactly. said that though. No, sir. No debate. Nah. Jordan over 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 King James. King. I'm, 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 look, he he got to get he got to he got to get a, over a few other people before he get to Jordan right. to me. But I mean, Jordan is the best player of my era. I, I, right. I, I totally agree. I don't I necessarily totally. even does is, is Michael Jordan just automatically over Kareem and people like that? Right. I can't yeah, that's that. another thing Bill that people Russell. all like. People forget that Magic Johnson was a freak. You know, I mean, like there's there's Magic a bunch of... went to the finals nine times too. So yeah, no, I mean, that's that's very true. I mean, I think it's it's. One of those things that is just fun to talk about. Well, what? But you can't really compare the eras. Like, I think Michael, the greatest of his era, for sure, unquestioned. LeBron, the greatest individual player of this era. He doesn't have all the all the rings. He definitely doesn't. But from just an individual talent standpoint, if they were to break all the eras down somehow and be like, all right, you got to send one warrior. You're going to go play one-on-one. We're not sending anybody but LeBron. Like, well, of course we're sending LeBron. What if when LeBron and and Steph are retired and Steph winds up with more rings than LeBron, and he's got two MVP awards, one unanimous? I think they they're would tied hold, now, right? They both have a lot of stock in the They would they would hold change that he's changed they would hold the game. Steph back yeah, they're they're not the chance, I'm the saying he has Oh yeah, Steph Steph has changed the way basketball is played in this era. With could he could somebody say well Steph Curry was the best of his of that generation, not LeBron. And LeBron, I have a hit. So when we, we put <laughs> when we put Jordan and LeBron on the, on the scale to see who's better, what are we grading them as? That's the thing. Like right. some are we grading by rings? Are we grading right. by percentages? Are we grading by because if we're doing it by know, rings, Robert Ory is one of the greatest players of all time, well, and I don't know if I'm ready to say that. Yeah. To me, it's about what you do on both sides of the basketball, um, and then the ability to like elevate the players around you. Okay. I just that's, that's what ESPN and Fox and all them right. need to break down for me. Like what what grading scale are you going off of when you put the two on you know on the mm-hmm. pedestal? Mm-hmm. There isn't one. They just right. 
the, the grading scale is who can get the most ratings. <laughs> right, right, TV. right. So that's why they talk <laughs> yeah. about LeBron because he's current and then, you know. My... But, I mean, you've seen Jordan play. It was obvious, right? He was the best player in basketball, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, I think it's one of those I mean, things. You have that... other great players of Jordan's era saying that Michael Jordan's the greatest guy I ever played, greatest player I ever played with. And that's funny because yeah. that's exactly what players are saying now about LeBron. LeBron yes. You know? I remember one story um, I heard because somebody close to me is, is <coughs> close to MJ. Uh, one story I heard the was plug. <laughs> uh, LeBron and Steve Smith were going, they were in the game going head to head. And. Steve Smith is talking trash to LeBron. Mm-hmm. And LeBron, as he's playing Steve Smith, he's just not naming off numbers. He starts at 40, 38, 36. And Steve Smith couldn't figure out what he was doing until it was too late. He realized Jordan was counting backwards to how many points he told him he was going to score on him this game. And he couldn't <laughs> do nothing about it. Yeah. That, yeah. that I don't think LeBron has. LeBron, I mean, LeBron, but he doesn't a, need to have that necessarily. Because I mean, did was Magic that guy too? Like we know that like Jordan. I would say they were Magic and Bird were like ruthless. That's where I right. think MJ kind of got a lot of that from. Right. But I think like not every player necessarily needs to be because LeBron was still talking trash. Like the year that <laughs> the year that Cleveland and the Wizards played, and he told Gilbert that if he misses that free throw, they're going to lose the game and lose the series. And what happened? Gilbert went. He got. He was in his head. He missed the free throw. Cavs ended up winning the game. Like, you know, the the Jordan Jordan is the champion. Like the from a sports standpoint, he's the champion that everybody likes to have because he was the dude that commanded the attention. He would talk that shit and then back it up. And you know, he he was a larger than life figure. Like that's what people want. They want a dude that's that wants to be on center stage and embraces it. And comes through, and I think he also had a lot of mystery. Like media is so different it's nowadays. Different, yeah. You don't, yeah, you know so much about that. people. That if we were necessarily... broadcasting about all his infidelities on Twitter and stuff, would the like would the memory of him playing be the same? Because the media wasn't the same then as it is now. Oh, and then, and that's the case. I mean, there should definitely be dirt on LeBron, but I think. Those those guys definitely are the faces of the NBA of their, That's the of thing. their era. Why isn't there dirt on and, LeBron? I mean, look, I mean, you the faces, nothing, nothing. We see, comes we out see when he slides the, into the girls' DMs. We see it nothing, because it gets it gets posted back. Nothing, nothing comes out. Um, yeah. We supposed to get to a uh, friendly exercise of uh, best ball handles skills you ever <laughs> yeah. seen. We never oh, got to that. <laughs> we talked for like an hour. Skills last, last <laughs> we, didn't talk, we never got so, to that. So top five, uh, I did come up with my list. It was tough getting to, but. Yeah. Um, I got I got five. Um, who you got? You, how you want to do this? I mean, I feel like we should fire just off your five. Just because I don't think it needs to be in any particular order. Yeah, just, I think we just go around the room, name one guy, so we're not just repeating ourselves with yeah. uh, with I, some of the same. So, yeah. okay. if if you got something that maybe either you can start with the obvious one, or if you have one that you think maybe I, no one I'll else was with, considering, I'll start with the obvious. So and then we're talking best ball best, handlers, best skills, crossovers you've mm-hmm. seen. Uh, Hardest to guard one on one. I'm gonna start with AI. Yeah, he he was one of the best. Arguably the goat when it comes to that. You got AI on yours? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Right. Let's fire off another name. Um, my personal favorite of all time. I know you got Tim Hardaway, the Tim UTEP two step. Yeah. 
Killer crossover. Killer crossover. Him and Alonzo Morning, man. That's what I bought NBA Live '98 because Tim Hardaway was on the cover <laughs> for my Super Nintendo. Sachi, that, that was my guy. Uh, I didn't know I was supposed to have a list. <laughs> well, just this name, <laughs> name anybody. Off the top of my head, I'm gonna say the person I had handles when I was growing up was Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, Ooh, Isaiah, Isaiah. Yeah. Isaiah, he didn't make my, he's, he's on my list. But also, when we say that, though, like he named Hardaway and you you named AI. When mm-hmm. I think of them, I think of a crossover. I don't think of handles like that, though. Not that they had, mm-hmm. not that they didn't have good handles, mm-hmm. but I think of a move more than I think of, like, handles, handles. Okay. I mean, AI was dancing on people, though. But AI was just, like, super fast. Yeah, that, that I mean, that's, 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 that's also that's part of it. There's, there's not a whole lot of guys on this type of list that you could say are not like exceptionally quick yeah. or, you know, have that quick twitch mm-hmm. to it because I mean, to that. me, this what comes to mind, Steph, like, yeah, Steph, to me, yeah, he's I... got, he's, he's the best I've ever seen just watching in person. Steph yeah. Curry or Steph Marbury? Steph Curry. <laughs> <laughs> Steph you could, yeah. Steph Marbury. Got Steph Marbury. Yeah. I guess Steph Marbury. Just, Marbury. Yeah. Curry though, though. I got to give it down. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I have Marbury on my list. Yeah, he was a guy he, that he, I definitely I considered. The last, he was the, he was the last one between between him and uh, Crawford after y'all Word, talking about yeah, Crawford. Jamal Crawford. But, yeah, but um, I, I have him Marbury. on my list. Marbury had some had good handles. Yeah, definitely. I mean, for people that CP. don't know that Jamal Crawford's like thirty eight, like he's pushing forty, and he <laughs> still is one of like the most unguardable yeah. dudes in the league. Like he yeah. he's on my list for sure. Yeah. So I'm Jamal Crawford. I'll throw him. I'll throw him out Jamal there because I, I, I got him on my list. Anybody else going to mind for you, Sati? Y'all didn't say Kyrie. No. I, yeah, he's he's on the list. On yeah, Kyrie's there. on the list. Oh. Kyrie definitely. Um, I got CP. Yeah. CP three. Mm-hmm. He's definitely taken a number of bodies over the years, ankles that those people will yeah. never get back. Anybody else want to say so far, you man? Um, just a, not necessarily someone that's in my top five, but someone that is in the conversation that people might not think about. Cardiac Kemba. Okay. He needs to get more more screen time, man. He ain't never on TV. But I mean, that step back. Mm-hmm. He. Speaking of step backs, I was gonna say Harden. Yeah. Harden. <laughs> yeah. You think uh, Stevie franchise is is amongst the the talks? Yeah, man. I have another Houston Rocket that I think would deserve it a little bit more than him. Who? Rafe Ralston. Skip to my Lou. See, he has real handles though. Well, Rafer. That's that's to see. That's what I was saying. The difference between somebody that got a crossover or like a move and somebody that got handles. Like mm-hmm. Skip had handles. Right. Okay. Kenny Anderson. I'll put him on the list. Kenny Anderson, definitely. Magic. Magic. I wouldn't put Magic in the handles. Magic. I mean, so his handles he would do some of the f- dribbling. He would do some of the flashy stuff, the no look. I mean, Magic whatever. had, I can guard Finesse. the ball handles. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. he was, he's six nine and had a big body. He, yeah. turn, you know, he, he would you he turn around on you at half court? Would you put white chocolate? Yeah, in that that's conversation? that's what yeah. I was gonna bring up. Yeah, white, like, he, yeah. He's a guy that mm-hmm. at least deserves to be in the conversation. Yeah. Would you put him on your team? No. <laughs> Yo. Yeah. No, no, that's the thing. That's the thing. There are, there are some, no, it's one of the, it's, it's tough. Like, no. if, if you're going to be, 
To this day, I'll never forget the. the I joined on my dad on that kind of stuff all the time. Where yeah, where he threw it off his elbow. elbow. Yeah. That's Chris Webber. Is that all? That also game? Yeah, um, man. No, he did it in an, actual, in an actual game. game. Uh, I don't think it was to Weber and that one. The dude got fouled. Whoever it was, he got. You remember fouled. that commercial that they had with because uh, he went to the same high school as Randy Moss, and they had the joints where he was throwing like alley oops to Randy Moss. Really? Yeah, they oh, went. They right. both went to um, West Virginia. West Virginia. Yeah. I really miss those Randy Moss Jordans. The white and black turf, one, yeah, the, the turf, turf yeah. yeah. Those joints were tough. Um, I, I think that's that's pretty much all we got on basketball. I we can definitely switch it up because we spent the hour talking about <laughs> LeBron and Katie and you know where LeBron's going, mm-hmm. the championships. Um, Twenty-five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, so let's let's focus on um some other things, man. Where does the name Sachi come from? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> that's actually a really good question because I found the garment where just this week. Okay, so back in the <laughs> back in the early '90s, I used to wear a lot of polo. So my name was Polo Pete. So then graduated from high school, went to Howard, started you know make a little money or whatever. Didn't want to wear polo anymore, so. At that time, you know, like the Italian stuff was popping. So we go down to Georgetown. Georgetown. <laughs> get the Hugo Bar shop was there at the time. There was another store called Silhouettes that was right beside it. And then beside that was Sobiato. This is like 93, 94, mm-hmm. whatever. So, you know, just go down there and buy a lot of Versace. T-shirts and stuff like that or whatever. So um, one of the homies was like, we had a little go-go band at the time. And I was playing the Congos, and he was like, I'm going to, you wear a lot of, we got to come up with a, a new name for you. You wear a lot of Versace, I'm going to start calling you Sachi Tight. I'm like, okay. So that's how, that's how it happened. So that was funny. I was at my parents' house this week. I went down in the basement. I was looking for some, some old, like, some old stuff, because I wanted to see if I could find some old stuff to, like, sell to, like, uh, the Round 2 store up in New York or whatever. Mm-hmm. I was digging through the bag, and I found old Versace t-shirts. I was like, dang, these joints still look brand new. But the funny part about it was since they're like 25 years old, mm-hmm. you know, back then the clothes that you used to wear, I was wearing stuff that was like double X. Right. I took the shirt off. I was like, why is this shirt? I was, yeah. like, I was like, good grief. I was like, I wouldn't even put this on anymore. But yeah, that was funny. Nice. Um, so what, what music did you that you grow up listening to? Like, what was your, what was your favorites? Uh, well, in the beginning, like the very beginning, you know, my first like musical influences was Prince in the time. There we go. So there we go. I, I like, you know, I like Prince and Morris Day. So I like, um, it was essentially the same person. Yeah. So like 80, <laughs> like what about, 84 somewhere 83 84 I was at a, I did a little talent show at Suitland High and I remember I performed uh I did the walk by the time <laughs> Oh do do we have a video of this No cuz we didn't have a video camera back then okay. But I do have, if, see if you had told me I do have a picture that I would have brought it Oh nice <laughs> you got to post that So then after that I um I started taking guitar lessons cuz I wanted to try to I wanted to try to be Prince. Mm-hmm. There you go. But I found out early on that like these fingers just didn't, they didn't move fast enough. Right. Like, oh my God. 
So I, you know, it was funny. I used to go. I used to take the lessons that uh, I had started out taking them in Marlowe Heights mm-hmm. over there, where like the Chuck E. Cheese and stuff used to be. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. a little music store. Yeah. And then it moved over to Oxen Hill across the street, where from where the Popeyes and stuff is, mm-hmm. man, or whatever. So I was taking the lessons, and like I said, I was like, man, I can't play this thing like I want to try to play. So whatever. So I always knew that the teacher would be like, I can tell you didn't practice this week. And I'd, and I'd be like, how? He'd be like, because the guitar still in the same tune it was when you we left. left. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, the, the guitar would be in my room. So I'd just go in there and just right. go over the, you know, go over the thing to try to make it get out of tune or turn the little knob uh. a little bit. So when I went back, it seemed like I practiced, but I ain't practiced nothing. So then after a while, I just told my father, like, this ain't going to work. So that's how that started. But then, you know, like, you know, after like the uh the the Prince and them Minneapolis sound and stuff, that was like up to like like Purple Rain was what, eighty four? Yeah. So like eighty three, eighty three, eighty four, like Curtis Blow had already been out. Mm-hmm. And like uh who was be- what was the before Five Boys that? or you talking about before that? Yeah, what what was the what's the first song? Houdini? No, Sugar Hill? Yeah, Sugar yeah, Hill. Okay. You know, Sugar Hill had already been out, but like when Run DMC came out that's when like hip hop had really started like yeah. arrived in yeah. start popping. So around that, that was around the same time period. So you know that's when it was kind of like messing with with that sound, but still you know hip hop it came mm-hmm. in. And then locally, you know, we still had Go Go or whatever. Right. I ain't really mess with the early Go Go like that, but like was, the JYB Cavalier days or. But well, that's like eighty. That's like eighty five, eighty six or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about like. Pre like sardines is eighty six and the Go Go Swings album, which is um, you know, Don't Mean a Thing and Run mm-hmm. Joe, that's eighty six. That's really when I started liking Go Go. The Go Go before that was was like faster. Yeah. yeah. And it sounded more like funk music then. Yeah, and, and you know, you had like car I mean the lyrics was kinda corny, like nursery rhymey type of lyrics and stuff. Like Trouble Funk kinda. Trouble Funk was cool. But yeah, but you you, yeah. you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So that that was really my musical influence, like early '80s, basically really the '80s, like all through the '80s, and then you know '90s is when like hip hop really started like take over. Right. You remember the first rap you ever learned? Man, back when that well for me that would been like elementary school. Okay. I probably, I mean, honestly, I couldn't tell you the first one that I ever learned, but I probably knew like every rap back then. Okay. Like I could probably rap every. Cool J song, every Kane song, every Rakim song, every Run DMC song. I, I knew all that stuff like the back of my hand. Slick Rick. If you cut one on now, I probably would still know the words. No, that's dope. <laughs> Muscle memory. Um, let's just get to Jay Z because uh, you had a nickname for LeBron's the hype. Now, now you, <laughs> it's Gray Z, right? Oh man, that's shady. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a shady character. So let's let's get some background behind the the crazy. Is it because of age and he's still in a young man's game or? Nah, he just uh, I just think he's a shady dude, man. I, I think he pulls the wool over a lot of people's eyes, man. Hmm. Like I I mean I don't know Jay Z personally, but you know working where I work and stuff, I've I've come across him. Mm-hmm. I know people that worked with him on the normal every day and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I actually I was on I've been on the vi- well. I could tell that story. I've been, I've I've been around. I've been around a few different situations where I've seen dudes where it was like me and maybe like only three other people in the room. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But you know, I, he cool. 
He was he didn't Yeah, they played he didn't play it. Okay. Baker and them played it, but he was the producer of the song. Oh wow. Because I, that's that was Def Jam, right? Yeah. yeah, for sure. They didn't even like that song, I don't think. Well he produced that because it was the it was work. a double sided The work was double sided. The, the word mm-hmm. was actually the, the A side though. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. The word was the A side, but Sardines wound up being the one that you could say pop, but outside of this area, you know. Was that the really the only two records with Def Jam? Those two songs? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if they were ever actually officially, officially released like that. I think they were more like white label joints, really, mm. at the time. Because they, they, yeah, they didn't have an album or anything like that. Superfly, producer-wise, See, are we talking hip hop or, every, or all music? I mean, we can, we, can, we can talk. I mean, we can talk hip hop. I go all over the place, man. Like huh? I said, I go all over the place. Like you know, Stevie Wonder, Quincy Jones, right. like, Stevie Quincy, Prince. Prince, yeah, you can right. do that. Um, <laughs> Curtis Mayfield, Isaac um, Hayes, Isaac right? Hayes, yeah. yeah and, so um, hip hop, hip hop. So hip hop wise, I guess I had to go chronological too. Um, he, uh, Larry Smith, um, that's who produced like Houdini and. Mm-hmm. A lot of records like that. Uh, Arthur Baker, he did a lot of like new edition and all that kind of stuff. Um, P. Rock, he fits in with Primo. Yeah. Q Tip. Yeah. Um, and then you know, of course, like you know, like everybody, Dre. Um. Yeah, just putting Blaze, you putting, yeah, Pharrell. You putting Pharrell up there. Well, the well, Neptunes in general. Would you say like the people, the people that you would name in? Teddy Riley. Everybody, even though the eras were like, you know, certain people were grouped in the same type of eras right. or whatever, but everybody had a sound mm-hmm. of their own. Like nowadays, can you even distinguish right. a producer from producer? Nah. Uh, no, not you know, wrong. Metro Boomin from I, Jalil Beats or... I don't know the difference. Oh, what's my man that did uh, Paris? Uh, Ninjas, in, uh, Ninjas in Paris. <laughs> I don't even know. That's a uh, uh, Wonder Boy Wonder or Hit Boy Hit Boy yeah. Hit Boy yeah. that's what it is. I mean uh, nowadays the only one that really stands out that when you hear one of those beats you're like oh that's totally a Pharrell joint like that's like nowadays that's the yeah, the one that I really think, yeah, stands out only signature sound I mean Timbaland is still mustard. around mustard DJ Mustard uh, every one of his joints sound exactly the same yeah that's, like, that's, that's <laughs> what's his biggest does he have a what's his biggest hit From, if you heard one you'll know it. What do you mean, like you know, paranoid and yeah, that's uh, I mean all that like ninety five to one o one o two BPM, yeah, all them joints. But he did boot up, like that's his. Oh, that's, that's his artist. Yeah, that's all. That's all. That song is everywhere right now. I think get what got me into like beat making. I think just it had to be between Just Blaze and Pharrell. Like the two, I mean, the styles were completely different. Like mm-hmm. Just Blaze is. A lot of a lot of banger beats, right? He'll give you like the hard eight oh eight to like the lot of the, like the samples or whatever to, to draw you in. Uh, it's, it's funny for me, like I wanted to be a producer because I knew after Biggie, I I was like I can't be a rapper. I wanted to be a rapper, <laughs> <laughs> but like Ready to Die was like. Like that wasn't my life. I was like, "There's no way I'm gonna be able to." Find <laughs> That's what it was. Like, I'm not going. I'm not going to sell drugs. I'm not right. going. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm not going to kill nobody. Mm-hmm. Like, I I can't be in this no more. <laughs> Did we talk? So I was like, "I'm gonna be a producer because like, Puffy get to produce and, and dance on the song. That's what I want to do." <laughs> what do you think was the better? I'm ready to die or life we after talk- death. Did we ask that last time? Yeah, he was it? Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Yeah, the last time we was all here, yeah. Okay, we'll that's, so that's that. what okay. it was. Okay, that's why it sounded familiar because we yeah. just started talking about that. Do you have a, a, a preference in producer? I mean, you make your own music. Like, do you? Yeah. Um, yeah, we didn't even talk about rock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I mean, Rick Rubin. Again. Rick Rubin for right. I mean, there, there are there are a bunch of dudes, I guess. But nowadays, especially in like the style of rock that I listen to, mm-hmm. a lot of stuff is done in house. In the like, band. Yeah. So so much of it is done like that. Um, so it's, it's just crazy because nowadays there's just so much more access to the technology to be able to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, which I think is, I think that's pretty dope, but, uh, there, I've never been, um, the, the music guy that dives super deep into like the producers of my favorite songs and things like that. It's tough nowadays too, because they don't. Put put up the credits like that. Yeah, like I, I could tell you about the band itself, but then you know anything that goes on behind it because there is a lot more blending of genres yeah. nowadays than you know now, maybe I remember. But you guys, your band, do you have one person that puts everything together? Play and you just come lay the vocals, and then but as a live unit, you guys perform as a band. So or- it's very collaborative. So someone might start off with an addition, uh, the initial idea for a song. Maybe it's a guitar riff. Maybe it's a drum beat. Maybe, you know, I have, you know, some, some lyrics already written out that I'm like, hey, I'm trying to write a song about this. Mm-hmm. One of the other band members could have the same thing. And so there, are, someone will always come with an initial idea, but there's nothing to say that, oh, aren't you our guitarist? He always writes every song or... Mm-hmm. All the lyrics are coming from me. Like everything, everything's collaborative. It, it, so that's why, like, if you were to ever look us up and be like, "Oh, lyrics and music written by Sick and Buster as the band," it's not spread out individually. Right. So, how, how many, like, how many musicians are in the band? Uh, so right, currently we only have three. Right now, it's just two guitarists and myself, where I'm doing lead vocals and everything. But when we're when we've been a full group, it's been five of us. So we've had. Uh, two guitars, I guess lead rhythm, however you want to break that down, bass, drums, lead vocals. Right. Okay. Yeah. So and then generally the uh, the guitarists will and the bassist, depending on who played bass for us, will lead, lend backing vocals and all that kind of stuff. When's the album gonna be ready? <laughs> I mean, we we have one one up already, like what you consider to be an album. Uh, well, you guys are tracks. collectively working on a, a project. Well, right, right now, now right? we have a new project, yeah. Uh, which that the first song from it should be done. We're in the final stages. Like I laid down the final vocals that we needed for that last week. So at this point, it's just the mixing, the actual production aspect of it, and then uh, probably when we're scheduled to release it, getting a lyric video done and paid for. So anyone that wants to look at it on YouTube can have some fun visuals. Right. So. How, how does writing and production differ in a go-go band? Like, have you seen, like, especially, like, original music? Have you seen, like, how that comes out? I'm just... Uh, that was funny. <laughs> you said writing and production in go-go? Yeah, especially, like, original music. So let's let's talk, like, you know, overnight scenario. Like, how do you think that... <laughs> How that how that came how do you think that came about and like writing and, and producing that? Cause even they make a song yeah. when the fact that when Jay Z used it in his song, right, they made a big deal out of it being 
kind of kind of you know super ironically making a big made a big deal out of Jay-Z I heard a story about him. that one. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned that on here or not. The story was he was here, and he was in the club, and they played it, mm-hmm. and then he supposed the story is he went to night flight right afterwards, and he knew the idea of what he wanted to record the song that was end up being on was that uh, volume three, mm-hmm. like the lead the lead single, and then he where he used the one a.m. on the way to the club to it. Um, apparently, he was in D.C. when he he kind of ripped it and went to night flight. Right. Uh, I don't know where he recorded or whatever, but he he was on the radio down here back at that time and said he said he said yeah I got I heard it on the radio yeah I got it from them so what they hit my stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, you <laughs> said it was super ironic that they make a big deal out of it, which is also funny. Like, I mean, it's go go. That's the whole thing of go go go. You just it's mashups. It's, mm-hmm. it's, that's I mean, like if you're a DJ, like well you're a DJ, right? Like if you take the instrumental for one record and take the, the acapella and another one, you know, they'll call it a blend or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's that's what go-go is. You take you take the go-go beat, you take some music mm-hmm. from Masterpiece CD, and right. then <laughs> you take 50 different hooks from everybody else's right. CD, and you, and you play it. <laughs> that's what it is. So it's wild to me as much as, you know, I love go-go and everything. You got to be realistic about it. Yeah. People, like, say so, they say so much crazy stuff that I'm like, this is why... It can't go anywhere because you don't speak realistically about what it actually is. Mm-hmm. Do you, like, think... you can't expect it to go anywhere when you lying about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you do you think Chuck was just the pioneer of like was he like the first original go go artist that actually had the original stuff, or did he you think he took from other people too? Well, I mean go go swing, that's all like jazz standards. But the whole album. Everything on the album is a cover though. Right, so I'm saying the whole album is a cover. It's just, it's just, it's just him playing the beat under everything. Mm-hmm. You know what's funny about that? One after he died, right? I went, I went back and bought the CD because I had, I had the tape somewhere, but right. I went and bought the CD. So I put the, I put it on my iPod or whatever, and I put it in the iPod and I was in the car and I was listening to it. And it went on for a while, and I just had happened to pick up the iPod at the time, and it was like track eight. I was like, "Damn, I didn't even realize that it we had switched to a different song." <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So, so then when yeah. I thought about it, because the first four songs on that joint is just straight through, straight there's no through. break in it. Yeah. You wouldn't even know. Uh, everything on there is straight through, but the, the thing about it is, like the way Chuck plays, like the more modern type of bands, like a Junkyard or somebody uh-huh. like that, like they'll have different, a different go-go beat. Mm-hmm. To the Chuck, it was the same straight through everything. Woody yeah. Woodpecker and uh, it was the same. It's all, the same, it was the same so blend, yeah. It, and it's the same tempo. The tempo never changed. It's the same groove. So I'm just listening to it. And I was like, I looked at. it I was like, damn. I didn't even realize that it actually changed to a different song. Right. So when I thought about <laughs> it, I thought about. It, I was like, see, I see how people that aren't from here will be like, it's the same beat or mm-hmm. why blah blah blah. I was like, okay, I get it. It's just, you know, it. I don't know. I just think Gogo kind of needs to, if it's ever going to do anything, at some point people going to have to adapt to modern technology and just like standards of music making. Mm-hmm. Because right. you, 
you can't just play everything the same tempo with the same like it was funny somebody sent me a video of a band the other day and they were like you know what this is i was like no nah, i don't know who that is but why is he using that 1992 keyboard on the stage <laughs> <laughs> and he, he had a he was, he was no he was using the asr 10 oh, wow wow and i was like i was like why is he still using that on the stage in 2018 like come on man you, you, like come on you got right you gotta get up to date. Was he playing samples from it, or actually I, playing the joint? I couldn't even hear what he was. But that's all you can play on on an yeah. ASR ten. So yeah. I was like, "But do you even with the computer technology? Most people just had those exactly. sounds right. like yeah. preloaded into it. And you know, the ASR ten, all it played was this. Right. <laughs> I, right. I bet you, I know what he was playing because all them bands nowadays they use that same one sound. <laughs> I know that's all he was playing. Mm-hmm. I thought UCB was gonna be Something the different. band that would be able to like take make a make original music and be able to kind of take it to that next level. You know what I'm saying? As far as musicians, that's what uh, Trey, right? Yeah. yeah, and um, you know, I think I, maybe going on tour with Wale and all that stuff, mm-hmm. you know, kind of deep put them that. up. Yeah. But um, are they still his band? Is my the backing band? I don't know. I think so. But to go back to your original question, which was the writing and the production, yeah. it ain't none. That's the problem. Like who like as as a go go fan, like who like some of these bands, they be having like five people on the mic. Right. Who wrote it? Who who wrote anything? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Especially if it's a cover band, like right. Like, yeah, I I don't wanna call none of those bands' names out, but I I see them on the stage, I'm like, okay, there's Six people on the mic for what? Mm-hmm. Like none of y'all wrote anything. Half the time, tambourine man. This yeah. one's his favorite song, so he's gonna do it. This other one, that's his favorite song. Exactly. So he's that's all do that's it. going on. I'm like, man, if I if I was in the band right now, like he like he was saying, like mm-hmm. our band, like if the bass player, the guitar player, they'll be doing backing vocals. I don't need all y'all dudes on the mic, man. Mm-hmm. Give me a drummer. Give me a percussionist. I go get Marcus. So I don't need two keyboard players. That's three people. Shout out to Marcus Young. I don't even Mr. need a and a, and a bass. At Trying to get him on the show. And music. I, I have a dude that plays like, he, you know, he might got an MPC and, and something else that, you know, can give me some samples. Mm-hmm. And that's it. So I'm going to have five, six people. That might be why, to me, I think back has kind of separated themselves because they really did simplify that whole aesthetic. You know what I mean? You just got Los G. Wincy. You they know got, what I mean? They from, got two more people on the mic. I don't want to put no shade on nobody, but like, <laughs> <laughs> that's five who counts people. though? I mean, like they got they got that girl and they got a, they got the other singing dude. That's five people on the mic right there. But when you name the band, like <laughs> who you <laughs> But the, what you named, but that's who that's what you named. They only need those three, but they got yeah, five. Exactly, yeah. So right. why do they, why do they why? have the other five yeah. for the other two? They got right. three so they keyboard can sing R&B players. Covers. That's, that's, <laughs> well, that's what. <laughs> right. They got, but they got three keyboard players. What y'all yeah, need? Three exactly. Keyboard I don't know players about for? that. Yeah. Wow. Do you guys feel that like because GoGo is such a regional thing here, like that that's part of a reason why it has never gone like super huge, be just because there might be just a want to keep it keep it here. Because you can get, I mean, to me, it's, it's the fact that you can make your money here that you don't need to broaden your sound. Right. You know what I'm saying? But do they, 
do they want to, you know, do go go artists want to make it global? I think, I think one of the big problems with back back go travel the world. Yeah. I think one of the big problems with go go is outside of well, in addition to not being any real writing and actual, it's production, but it isn't composing. Let's right. put it that mm-hmm. way. There's no writing and no composing. It's production because mashing stuff up is still production mm-hmm. or whatever. But outside of that, there's very minimal, like zero to none business, music, music business knowledge and regular business knowledge. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the, that's the, 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 the regular business knowledge that's bad, but being in the music industry and not having the knowledge of music business Mm-hmm. That's gotcha. true. I mean, don't, don't you think they kind of operate outside of the industry? They're really, you know, more that, that's part. A, that's part of the reason why I can't go nowhere. Yeah. It's more. They don't make records. They make. Right. Know, they do live events. Yeah. Right. It's more. It's more of a party thing than a. Exactly. Than a what, what's the word? Like a, a recording. Than a record thing. Yeah. Right. It's more. It's more of a party. It's kind of like. The way I look at Go Go now, it's more like bands or live DJs. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. You know how, like, like I was saying, with like the mashup. Let's say it's it's you, mm-hmm. and and you you at the party and you're DJing and you're playing records. You're playing mm-hmm. people's hit records. Go go band does the same thing. Mm-hmm. Then you might say, I want to do some blends. So then you know you take the acapella and you take the the instrumental. Go go band does the same thing. Then you might have a couple joints you made up yourself. Mm-hmm. Go go band does the same thing. That that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Right. But as far as records go, you're not gonna get very many. And the ones that you get, sorry, go go people, y'all listen, they be trash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the ones that make it, it's funny. Like, it, didn't it's not did, the best records. <laughs> did Kanye come here during Howard's Homecoming and perform with a go go band one year? Wouldn't surprise me. Not that I know. There was, I guess there was a, the one that floated around. There's a track with him floating around. I don't know if he did over top of something that was already done or they just use his vocals, but. I know Diddy did that. I know Diddy, yeah, for sure. Yeah, B2K and a bunch of other stuff mm. around that time. Hey, go go versions of right. his other songs. Um, real before we before we wrap up, have you um you listened to Kids See Ghosts? That's what I was listening to on the way here, actually. What do you th- what do you think thus far? Um, it's cool. I mean, if you're looking for like bars and stuff like that, that's not the CD for you. Yeah, no, right. definitely not bars on Yeah, it's like it's a vibe. To it, me, yeah, no, it's totally that album. Yeah. Similar to like a lot of the other like just stuff that's coming out in music right now is just about creating some kind of feeling mm-hmm. or whatever. It doesn't necessarily have to even yeah. be. Yeah, create the feeling. Kids see ghosts create. You know the feeling you get out of those two. You know, did, you know what did kind. You think, did you get a rock feeling out of it? Yeah. Oh my! Yeah, yeah. Free, okay. yeah. Free is my favorite I mean, track. Because well, yeah, when we were listening to it together, yeah. it's like I mean, I've always loved when they throw an electric guitar with a hip hop beat That's behind just it, a, like yeah. I, or anything. I I just love that. So um, I'm still trying to get a feel for. I, I need to hear the, the next two projects mm-hmm. to get a feel for if Kanye decided he was going to pro- to prove to himself that he could still produce, self produce. Um, which you know what, why he fell in love, why he originally in hip hop, right, right. If he could still produce albums, ha, have y'all ever heard uh, Sergeant Pepper before? Yeah. Did Did y'all hear any Sergeant Pepper on that album? 
if you go towards the end, maybe there's there's a couple there's like playing backwards. Cuddy, yeah, this is some Cuddy like the tracks. Just are like cutty. certain certain little sounds and like the way I need to listen to that. I need yeah. not necessarily need the backwards back thing. I know what you're talking about, but it was certain stuff when I like the first time I heard the album. I was like, oh yeah, this some of this production remind me of some of the Sgt. Pepper stuff. I can't think of what they what the songs were were mm-hmm. on the top of my head right now. But, I have to listen, yeah, because yeah. I, I, I can see where you're going with that. I mean, it's it's got to feel like that. I mean, and you. Both of y'all said Minneapolis sound. There is a Prince song that's based off Sergeant. I mean, a Prince album that's based off Sergeant Pepper. You know, yeah, that, right? around the day, right? Around, okay, yeah. so he got it. That's a great See, get him. Get him. No, I was waiting to get him. That's a great That's that. I'm going on go go trivia. I know who I'm bringing Superfly with me. <laughs> hey, bro, I'm morning, man. Nah, around the road. We can spend all day talking about. We'll get there. We're gonna we're gonna do that. Okay. We need to do a proper Prince episode. We I want to be behind the decks on that one too. Let's do it. Yeah. Hey, Look it up. Look it up. <laughs> Let's make it happen. Um, Nas this Friday, or ne- yeah, Nas comes out today. Came out today. <laughs> I haven't listened to it yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Edit. Yeah. There we go. I haven't listened to it yet. But uh, right. Now, what do you what do you, what do you Is feeling? it coming? It's supposed to be. I All mean, these other ones have come out on time. So. I mean, he's the next one line, then Tiana Taylor. Yeah. Which I listen to hers too. It's probably yeah. really decent. But I'm seven tracks be from music Nas. music videos for hers, and I'll watch those. Seven tracks from Nas, what do you think? See, with the Nas, the Nas for me, if I'm going That should by, be bars. If, it should be. If I'm going by the, the three albums that have come out, though, I don't want to hear Nas sound like those exactly. three albums. Exactly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yes, I need. I need. I mean, honestly, if I want, I want to hear like Lars Professor with Nas or Q Tip with Nas or. This, uh, I, I agree with that, but I think that Kanye can do that. But he, I want to hear him that, to do that. I right. yeah, I want to hear an updated version of mm-hmm. that. I don't want to hear the '90s version. Exactly. I want to hear yeah, yeah. 2018 version of mm-hmm. that. If he does exactly. that, cool. I don't want to hear it sounding like. Sergeant Pepper to me. Right, no drums. <laughs> Nas rapping over no drums and somebody humming in the background. He's done that before. I don't want to hear that one. All he needs is one mic, though. I mean, honestly, right. <laughs> if, Kanye, if Kanye would just put out an album with Ty Dolla Sign and Charlie Wilson, that, that would be, be a that's really all good we album. need. Right, right. That's right. all. We don't need anybody else. And they just, can do we're talking can write, about Ty. They can Ty's all write for him. Ty's that on free. Would be incredible. Yeah. Ty's really good on free, yeah. That would be that would be incredible, but he won't do that. I don't know why. But who knows? Who Ty, knows? Ty Dollar Sign, he's on one of those songs, isn't he? On he's, on free. Yeah, he's on free. He's on all over the album. Yeah, he's, he's got all, a bunch of credits. On he's on Yeah Yeah, man, he's on free. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um I, I like I mean, I like the production. I'm feeling it's it's good to hear him try to, you know, self produce again without Somebody like Toomp doing it, and he just put a stamp in his name on it. Mm-hmm. Where is Toomp, though? I miss But Toomp. if you look Toomp at the credits, I saw the credits for for the whole album. It's at least two other people producing on each one of the songs. I know yeah. Mike Dean's Mike name was on a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't remember who the other people were, but so he, you know. What was the dude's name that he partnered with for late registration? Oh, the dude. Um, the composer or whatever. John... I can't remember that. Yeah, name. but that was that was pretty yeah, dope. Yeah, I need. That was a lot of dark organ. That was organ sounds on late. Late registration was a good album. Yeah, I mean, I did. Kanye just with all the other antics, he just hasn't. He hasn't lived up to what I was expecting. I got. You. Oh, at all? Or and just lately? None of these, and none of these records that just came out. Oh, okay. What just yeah. came out? Okay. I I got a question. 
this is a question for each one of y'all individually. Do you believe that Drake has a Kanye killer? Uh, <laughs> or is this, or is this made up? Drake killer? I mean, or I is this made up by uh J Prince? By J Prince? I think it's, I think it's made I, up. So like, I even posted about this. That no, I don't, because I just don't think you can <laughs> these days. What can you do? Like, you know what I'm saying? And it's also like. It it just made him look weak, man. Day Prince made him look weak. I know you tried to step in there and yeah. provide some cover. That's but. the let's save face tactic. Like, look, Pusha just can got you call? Can you call your uncle in the you're middle of a right. rap? Nice. We supposed right. to be thirty. You know yeah. what I'm mean? saying? Right. Yeah. Doing that when you're thirty years yeah. old. No, like, is Drake thirty? He about he he, he, he's a lead. He, if he's Bro, not thirty th- yet, he's he turning thirty beard. this year. Push Pusha forty. Push forty, right? I mean, my my silly the like the thing that really gets me about it all is that Pusha already said in the last one he wants all of it, right? So and the response that Jay Prince gave, he didn't even talk about Pusha T. He was like, "Yeah, come for Kanye." He's like, yeah, yeah, well, uh, okay. Drake is thirty one. If if the if the beef is supposed to be between me and you, why right. are you just talking about yeah, Kanye? Yeah, exactly. So exactly. When he said that he's got a. It, he, he, he would have killed Kanye's career. I was like, Kanye? Yeah, right. no. I thought it was like, wait, wait. Pusha T. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. No, we were listening, like, all, all intent. And then <laughs> and then he says, Kanye, not Pusha T. And it's like, well, Pusha did say he had no skeletons. So uh, maybe right. he just... That's he, like, And I didn't understand. Like, we tried to talk about the sort. We talked about, like, where this beef comes from. But right. I'm learning more about it now. It seems like this, this issue with Drake, Pusha has with Drake, goes back. To, to win, like to Pharrell money. and all that, yeah. From yeah. like what? Because they didn't get what happened, to that, what happened to that boy. Yeah, and it and it goes back to like Lil Wayne stealing. The they they think still yeah yeah ruining Mr. Me too. or whatever and all that. Yeah, so that that's like Birdman stiffed them on some money, and then they were like, yeah, nah, Wayne, we don't want you biting our thing, and so Jay Prince, uh, Drake and Jay Prince pulled the whole, I'm beating somebody up in a fight. That's all right. I can beat CB though. Right, right, right. That's right. all right. Yeah. I can't handle you, but I'm gonna handle CB. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna knock. Yeah. I'm a CB though. <laughs> but then he, and I'm just standing there like, what? <laughs> <laughs> didn't he say on his record, uh, on his disc record? Didn't he say his uh, his demise was gonna be televised or something like that? Yeah. Didn't he say that? Man. So what happened? What? Look, right, man. right, right. <laughs> and wait a minute. We got all this social media now. He could at least came on Instagram and, uh, and said. So, Say something so why we haven't heard from Drake we from radio stations radio stations we have not heard from Drake at all yeah cuz nope. i mean you can't you can't rebound honestly from in this time from blackface plus you know what I mean? The like, the denying of the child and all that like that's my man push and ruined your whole Adidas rollout like exactly. he, he messed up your money but what but like were people even like I don't know, like, did, did Pusha saying you got a child, like, did, did that hurt other men's feelings that Drake... I mean, maybe it oh, hurt right. a girl that's, fan that's base, like, exactly. I but didn't that's care about that. A couple other people exactly. was like, yeah, the way you hurt Drake like, is through his female I, fan I base. I figured that he had a couple kids running around, you know what I'm saying? Like, right, they, right. That's par for the course, I think. Right. Who doesn't have like a couple Drake? of kids running around? Not exactly. me. Not me. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> you got one running around. But that's what I'm saying, like... Okay, uh, all right. Dude said you got a child running. That was enough to make you go run scared from a battle. Right, right. I, I just don't remember get it. everyone. Then he remember, said he's a, he's a singing your dude. Best fr- your That's best friend told is me. dying. <laughs> then he said your mom, your dad left your mom yep. and you. You can't and, call the truth like after you like. Are you but, the one that gets to call the truth? 
if you got beat down. That's but right. he didn't even that's... call the truth. Right. right. He somebody else do it. Right. Jim Brown just stepped up. Was like, no, nah, I told him not even. I don't. I told him not even do it because yeah. it's, it's no. It's no need to go to that level. Right. You first of all, Red got got knocked out and his pops came. You know, instead of saying no, you know, Jay Prince was like, yeah, right. It's a truth. <laughs> Jay Prince thinks because he's he's an OG or you know he's 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 a hip hop whatever he is. You found the rapper like like people are gonna respect respect you know that him stepping in. But now I'm like we haven't heard from Drake. Now Drake right. is supposed to roll out this album in a couple weeks. Um, Still probably gonna end up being number one. And and we're supposed to just like oh forget that Mike Mel like dude look even, look my thing is even Jay Z put out Super Ugly knowing. Probably how bad it was. He there was at least in a, a response. But do y'all think? Do y'all think he has a diss song? Period. Though. Do you no, think Jay I, I Prince think has just made that? I up? think he has a song. I don't think it's going to ruin. Yeah, it. I don't. I don't think it was going to end anybody's career. What can you say about Kanye? That, that's so the bad. problem. If it's yeah. about <laughs> Kanye, I want to hear something. If it's about what Kanye, if it came, I don't want to hear it. What if it leaks and you like? Oh, they ain't put this out because it was garbage. Right, exactly. Yeah. That's the out. thing. You either know there is no response or it's garbage. Right. Yeah. But what are you saying about Kanye? That's why you crazy. Okay. We don't hey, want to. See, we don't want to hear him going after Kanye. Right. We want to hear him yeah. responding to Pusha T. That's and true. we're not. Does, does, does he have Ray J on a song with him? Well, I don't understand. <laughs> like, <laughs> where, where else could you go? Like, <laughs> Like the only the worst thing that you know what I'm saying that that Drake can put out is like an affidavit like snitching on Pusha T's Yo. ties or something like that. Yeah. I did. He did. Was it Twitter? It was it Twitter or Instagram? I just saw the other day. He did make a couple comments. He said something like nobody knows all the stuff. I've yeah, 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 yeah. I was yeah. like, what are you talking about, dude? Exactly. It's um, like, oh, it's crying Drake again. Oh, okay. oh look. Oh, I, think, I think Drake be getting extorted or something. You know that was that was the equivalent. He, he, he's been getting extorted ever since he joined yeah. Cash Money. I think he's. I, it's something. Going we know. On. We know who's been doing it's something it. Something going on. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That Drake. I, I don't know. Ron Drake. Wolf. That Drake tweet was the same so thing saying, as. He's saying he's he's taking heat for baby. I think. I just think. I think he's the the. He's the front man. Mm-hmm. He's the only and thing that's keeping I think him going. Jay, like Jay Prince and them. I think they. I think he gets a lot of his money taken. Mm-hmm. I think he's he. I think he's a little gumpy. Like. I don't even want to go in. Push already right said. If we do a Drake in this episode, I got a lot of theories. I got, I got a lot of theories. Man. I just think we got to um, start that show off with the uh, like, like, like then get into but the theories. I think the Drake tweet was equivalent to LeBron showing up with the cast and, yo, and, and, and yeah. in a game for like, yo, this is was right. Y'all ever y'all Michael ever seen like the cast. nerd dude that like they'll take like uh. The person that used to bully them on like Jenny Jones or something like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so then like the the bully dude, the bully dude would be sitting on the couch, mm-hmm. and then the, then the dude that used to get bullied to come out now he's like a bodybuilder. Exactly. Right. And then the bully dude is like, oh, "You a bodybuilder now? I right. still punch you in your exactly. face, nerd." I still that, got you. I think that's what Drake is. Drake <laughs> Drake was the nerdy dude or whatever, and then he got popular because you know he got a little money and mm-hmm. got a little fame. Girls start liking him now, stuff yep. like that. But he's still the nerd, right? So yep. I, I think when Pusha and Pusha was like, 
He started off the song, the rapping and stuff. Let's put that aside. Mm-hmm. Basically, once he said that, he said, "I don't care about that rap shit. You a bitch though." Now what you gonna do? <laughs> right. I think his nerd got his nerd came right. back out. He was like, "Hold up, wait a minute. Now. Maybe I am. I don't know. Maybe, let me maybe, call. Maybe, let me maybe, call Unk and right, see what's exactly. going on." And Unk said, he went from Drake you don't to like the don't get in the pig pen and all that. Like, what pig pen are you talking about? He just said, he just said, "I'm I'm I'm gonna carry you on the mic." I didn't say nothing about no pig pen. Right. Don't get in the mud with other pigs. Pig pen, cut the pig, get the hog. It's the same dude that says that to, is, is this a world tour or your girl's tour, right? Like it was, it was good to say all that, but now all exactly. of a sudden, don't then, get in the pig pen. Exactly. And then the whole, t- uh, I got into a Twitter conversation with somebody. They're like. Yo, so how do you say Drake's not winning? He went back to back on Meek. Meek didn't even respond. I'm about to say, like, what is Meek saying now? But is I'm he, like, has he responded? Or, I'm like, wait a like minute. Kanye? I don't know. Kanye and uh, Pusha T asked that question. Right. Because track six, what would Meek do? Well, right. you know, they asked the question. No, no one still knows. We don't know. And then, oh, so Tone P, best kept secret, mm-hmm. he tweeted out the other day, when's the last time you ever seen Drake lose a battle? I typed back, nigga, nah. last week. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? Exactly. <laughs> Drake loser. He only been in one battle. Exactly. Right? Well, this was yeah, because Meek didn't respond. So I really won the battle. It's just me putting out two songs talking about you. That were not. Good. Well, no, Meek did do Undertaker, I but that's. Think those I I don't know. That's what's tough about rap rap, rap beefs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's Is a that skill rap beef? That's an R and B. That's an R and B dude coming in. The art of the art of doing the battle rap is yeah. a skill set. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and if you don't execute it right, you can come out looking. Like a fool at, exactly. the, at the. I saw this the one story of Adon Adani. <laughs> like the this meme that was like, I mean, when you break it down to its core, all rap beefs are are two dudes writing poetry about each other, which is like <laughs> that's funny because it's true. <laughs> like you're writing a poem, right? Hating on some right. other dude, like that's just really funny. That's it's really funny to think about it that way. Like that's that's funny to me. Because if you were doing that in school, in English class, people mm-hmm. would look at you kind of exactly. kind of weird. But, you know, if you do it over a beat. Exactly. What are you doing? I'm writing a soliloquy about this dude right across yeah. from me. <laughs> 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 oh, that's funny. I'm going to kill you with this. Uh, all right. Well, it looks like we got some. We can do a For the Soul segment. Um, looks and, like everybody came prepared tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As usual. <laughs> My soul's uh, out on my front porch. Right? Okay. <laughs> I, I, I thought I it was you. getting ready to rain. <laughs> I got you. No. Um, so I start with me. I got the LeBron nine cannons on. I pull those out of, out of the box. Yeah. Uh, CB, what you got? In honor of what we were just talking Pusha about, T. I got the uh, the Pusha T bodega babies on. He does have on the Pusha T. Those those brown right. paper bags. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, indeed. One of at one of my favorite presentations for a sneaker because they're they literally have. They come in a brown, a brown paper bag. bag. Mm. Like that's dope. Sachi, what you got? I have on my Air Planet Fitnesses. <laughs> Superfly. Hey, you know me. <laughs> Those Grillmaster Threes. He's got oh, on his Air Jesus walks. Exactly. <laughs> my, my Superfly has on. Hey, I'm in my house. I'm comfortable. Oh yeah, you know, I'm I'm good, man. All right. Good. I'm good. Well, that's it. Well, yeah. Rap, fellas. Yeah. All right. That's we are something else. W e r s u m t h i n e l s e on all platforms. Yeah. All Google Play, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes. Boom. Sachi, plug yourself. Uh oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> 
Social media. Let me see. I got, I got a Facebook. I got a. I'm looking at this poster. An Instagram. Oh, I got a SoundCloud. I, well, I got all of them. I got a SoundCloud. I got a YouTube. Our beautiful. We are. And I got a banner. Twitter. S A C E T Y T E. And H Y P L Y F E. You can try one or both of those on all of those. Yes, indeed. Boom. Superfly. D-Ox.com, Superfly Friends, um, and Superfly underscore TNT on all platforms. All right. It's a wrap, fellas. Hey, peace. All Episode right. 19? Episode 19. dog at the party so bring some protection before you get a little infection that way you both can win when you wear your rough skin yeah